investing in property makes sense. Investing in the right property takes knowledge. Welcome to the Rewarding Property Decisions podcast. I'm Jared McCabe, Director of Wakeland Property Advisory. Join me for expert insights into the fundamentals, trends and opportunities to help you create long-term wealth through smart property decisions. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 65 of the Rewarding Property Decisions podcast. So the spring market is well and truly underway as uh, we record today, we're leading into the uh, largest auction weekend of the year for Victoria. There'll be over 1,700 auctions this weekend. Um, so it's certainly very a very well-supplied market. We'll then head into the spring carnival period um, in early November, and there's typically a few interruptions to the supply level during that time. Um, so many people start to ask at this time of the year, should I try and buy before Christmas, um, or perhaps I should wait until the new year? So I thought today I would um, speak to the manager of our property team, Brenton Potter. Welcome, Brenton. Hi, Jared. Thanks for having me. So I, um, what we've noticed over the oh, probably this year um, is that the market probably started off a bit slowly. Would you agree with that in terms of supply numbers? Yeah, I tend to agree with that. Supply started off slow. Um, we have seen an increase as we move towards the spring market, probably not as um, significant as uh, as previous years, but yep. certainly, um, yeah, there's, there's there's been a noticeable increase compared to the start of the year. Yeah, it was very light on at the start of the year, and it, it's certainly even through the winter, which we always expect. But August certainly really picked up, and and su- September was there was a number of thousand plus auction weekends. Absolutely, and I mean, from our point of view, we're noticing also the quality of stock improving as we get towards the yeah. spring market, which well. you don't always see, do you? I mean, this time of the year, and we'll get into that with some of the reasoning. But sometimes the spring market, although the supply can pick up, the quality doesn't always. Not always. That's and that's not always the case, especially as you get towards the later months of spring, towards the end of the year. Um, you can find sometimes uh, sellers putting their property on the market um, in a bit of a panic. Which um, yeah. yeah, which can sometimes happen if they've purchased and and are looking to try and um, dispose of their property before the year's out. Yeah. All right. So what we um, wanted to talk about today was whether or not buyers should be really trying to aim to buy before Christmas, or perhaps because there's always a consideration around whether or not they might be. Well, let's just um, ice it for 2023 and, and start again in 24. So the merits of either approach, um, and then we'll give a bit of a um, a summary at the end as to what we think is the best thing to do. So. The positives for trying to buy this year. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to, but the positives for trying to buy this year, as we said before, the spring, the supply is pretty good at the moment, isn't it? And probably is likely to remain that way. It is, yeah. Um, I think yeah, one of the major positives of, of buying around the spring market is is the stock levels that have increased. Buyers have got more choice yep. um, across the board. Look, that can sometimes bring more competition as well, but um, what I've noticed in, in my career in real estate is that, yeah, that's where you get the most opportunity to to buy uh, to buy property. The other thing that you ne- tend to notice with um, a lot of vendors that are selling between now and Christmas, so that real October, November, and even into December, is that they're generally fairly motivated, the vendors. Um, more often than not, they're needing to sell. Now, that doesn't mean financial stress, no. but it, it can often mean that they've purchased and need to sell in order to get finance and keep things rolling. Absolutely. And you know, vendors would want to be careful with that in terms of if they're unable to get a longer settlement or trying to dovetail things, they can really put themselves in a bit of an awkward position if they buy first. So it's just yep. something to, to for all the sellers out there to keep a, keep an eye on and, and make sure that they get everything in line from, from that end. Yeah. Um, do you think the market's likely to change all that much between now and Christmas? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. And, and then coming into the new year, traditionally, I think uh, vendors uh, wait and hold back to see how, how the market's going to react, which 
naturally we don't get as much stock as we we would have had um, probably the you know the the spring before. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um, and the other thing that we do quite often see, and this is I guess what we're talking about, is that some buyers, um, whether they consider, well, maybe I'll wait till the new year. And there are many that do that, particularly once you get to the back half of November. So that can often offer some advantages for those that are prepared to stick it out for the rest of this year because they may not have as much competition. Yeah, that's that's right. So there's there's that benefit there. Um, the other opportunity sometimes for buyers waiting into the new year, it doesn't always happen, but um, for those that leave their run late, vendors that leave their run late in putting their property on the market, if they don't get their result, it does hang hang out over the January yeah. period and there can be some, opportun- some small windows of opportunities for buyers there um, not to pick up a bargain, so to speak, but to pick up a house that maybe a vendor, um, you know, it's been on the market for a few months and they're ready to sell before the new stock actually hits the market. Yeah, the, the thing that you'd probably just want to be careful about as a buyer in that scenario is that why is that property hanging over? Because more often, I mean, quite often it is price, but sometimes it's compromised in a way that there's a reason that no one else has wanted to buy it either. Absolutely. And if that if that um, negative on the property can't be changed, then that's that's normally where the heavy discounts are on those types of properties. So the other element, I think, in terms of um, reasoning to try and get something done before Christmas is that we quite often see a bit of a spike in the new year when value when the market opens up because you tend to find that there's a bit of pent up demand over that Christmas new year people period. People weren't able to purchase. Um, perhaps new buyers go away and talk to family and friends over that period, decide that, that now is the time they want to buy. So there can be a bit, a bit more extra demand coming in at that time. So the competition can be a bit more fierce. Uh, in the new year? Yeah, certainly it yeah. can. So that's where sometimes if you're sitting, if you're looking at uh, property and going, should I, you know, there's this one here, it, it ticks all the boxes, I'm financially ready, should I wait till the new year? That's the risk that you run. Yeah. And um, so what I what I would say um, is that, yeah, I mean, when you're financially ready, if the right property presents itself, I wouldn't be waiting another, you know, three or four months just for the sake of, uh, you know, the what if approach if, if the right one comes up. Because as you said, you could be coming up against a, a fresh set of buyers, people coming out of their rental homes yep. um, and, and committed to buying. And it could, there could be that um, pent up demand and, and extra more competition. extra competition. Yeah. Um, the other thing, I guess, is that, and we hear this a lot, particularly with how hard it can be to get finance approved, um, is that you you're almost wasting nearly two months of um, of a pre approval by having if you get it pr- approved in December, late November. Really, the back half of December, all of January, and probably the start of February, you're not going to have a lot to choose from. So it really means that you're most likely going to have to go through that approval process all over again. Yeah, and that's that's a really good point, Jared. And um, you know, I think buyers into the market have to be prepared that you've got that small window in spring, and then uh, that yeah, um, you speak to your financial planners and, and accountants um, and people who are arranging your finance, um, uh, get the right advice there. Uh, because what you don't want, as you said, is that is that lapse of that two months of just December and January where there's actually no stock to buy to and, you're, from, and yeah. you're wasting your pre-approval period there. All right. So in terms of pros for holding off and looking at what's the benefit of perhaps not, not buying before Christmas and, and entering the new year, um, I was thinking the other day that the quality, and that's, I guess this is what we've, what we've mentioned before, that the quality of stock in the back half of spring can quite often be a little bit modest um, and not necessarily overly good, whereas you tend to find that there are more um, 
vendors that have planned it out and are really wanting to sell and have got a, they're choosing to sell at that time of the year as opposed to being forced to sell this year. And so you do tend to find that the quality of stock is better in the new year. Yeah, I think vendors have had their time to go, yeah, I'll wait till next year, not the spring market. And they typically line up if there's any kind of cosmetic works or trades, they've got that opportunity just before Christmas maybe to get quotes and then to start work as they come in as well. So there is more certainly of a strategic approach sometimes, not saying that there's not always that case in spring, but um, certainly more of a strategic approach. And we do notice across the board over the, you know, over the my years in real estate that you can find some some quality property at the start of um, a real estate calendar year. Yeah. yeah. The other thing I guess is that you probably get a bit better feel um, in the new year as to what the market sentiment is doing. I've noticed over the years that the back half of November and into December, um, it's not necessarily the way the market moves, um, the sentiment around is not necessarily reflective of what's been happening and then what does happen in the new year. You, t- you tend to find that there's almost elements of desperation from both sides, buyers and vendors. Vendors who, I just have to sell, I just need to get this over and done with. And buyers who are sick of looking, have missed out a few times through the spring and think, I've had enough, I just need to get something. And so it doesn't, that element of desperation doesn't necessarily reflect what the market's doing. No, I mean, that's that's right. You can get it from both ends. So um, early on, and you know, I'm, there's some desperate sellers out there that will, you know, will, will try and put their property on the market and get a sale. I mean, gone are the days, I think we used to not see stock come on board until probably the start of Feb. We're starting to see that coming come yeah. earlier and earlier as well. Especially so, the apartment market in the new year. You do tend to find that people, that because a lot of the buyers in that space are not influenced by school holidays, so they're, they're out and about in mid-January and ready to go. Yeah, so and I think that's been a, a shift over the last probably few years that I've noticed, um, yeah, that, that vendors are, are prepared to, I guess, put their property on the market a little bit earlier in the new year than, mm-hmm. than it has been. Um, and then the final, I guess, point that I wanted to make was if you are going to, well, um, really want to do something before Christmas rather than waiting, there can be a tendency to, like we said, rush. And the worst thing you can do is buy for the sake of buying. And so some people think I've got to get this done before Christmas, end up choosing the wrong property, might feel as though they got it at a good price, but if it's the wrong property, it's the wrong property. It doesn't matter what price you get it at. Whereas in the new year, you can be a bit more clear thinking and and again, have a bit more choice. That's right. It's, I mean, there's no, there shouldn't be a, a rush uh, into this process so you know if if you're a buyer and there's a little bit of panic there what i would yeah recommend as you mentioned jared is just just to hold out and wait the right property will present itself you don't want to rush in and buy a property for the sake of committing yeah. to, to anything um and and the process you know whether it's buying for an owner occupier or to um or to invest it's about time in the market yeah. rather than just trying to time the market so to speak and pick the exact time too. Yeah. So the other thing that I think you mentioned to me earlier um, today was around buying an investment property and one of the benefits of doing it before Christmas. Do you want to just elaborate on that as to why that might be, if the right one's there, it could be a good idea? Yeah, so if the right one uh, property does present itself in spring, it, it can be a good time if you're able to negotiate a settlement towards um, the start of the new year from a, a rental perspective. Traditionally, that is uh, one of the better times of, of the month to put your property on the rental market. Um, so if you're able to, to uh, negotiate that with the agent and it works well, that can be quite a, um, a, str- a good strategic play for investors out there. Um, in terms of um, potentially then if you were to maybe uh, buy in the new year, 
um, and then having that settlement period, it may not be in the peak rental market. Yeah, and you can quite often get premiums paid for your rental properties from a rental perspective at that time of the year. Yeah, look, the rental market's hot at the moment um, as it is, yeah. but certainly that um, that January period we goes up we've seen over the years we've seen yeah. it goes up a little bit. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. All right, well, that's probably about it. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? Uh, that's all. No. Very good. All right, well, thanks everyone for uh, joining us today. It's episode sixty-five. Um, as always, please feel free to share the podcast fire and wide with friends, family and colleagues. Um, and if you would like further information on how to make rewarding property decisions, please visit our website, wakeland.com.au. And otherwise, we wish you all the best with your property decisions. <laughs>